0: With Canada Post solutions for small business, we'll reward your repeat business with automatic savings. Visit canadapost.ca forward slash small business to see how you can start saving up to 34% on shipping in Canada.
1: As a small business owner, you are the business and you know the time you're spending on payroll and HR could be spent in a hundred better ways. Ceridian PowerPay is fast, simple, and intuitive software trusted by over 40,000 Canadian small business owners like you. Automate your HR and payroll processes, keep track of compliance, and pay your people from your desktop or mobile phone. Free up time to focus on what really matters when it comes to your business. And get back to doing what you love with Ceridian PowerPay. PowerPay. <laughs> Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and changemakers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and the lives of those driving the entrepreneurial movement in Canada. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 3.5 million entrepreneurs. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Matt Curtis, and welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. We are thrilled to have Miriam Lazarte, co-founder and CEO of LADAM Startups, and the winner of the 2019 Newcomer Woman Entrepreneur of the Year Award on the show today. Miriam is the founder of LatAm Startups, a Toronto-based accelerator that brings startups from Latin America to Canada and scales them globally. A serial entrepreneur since childhood in Colombia, Miriam is passionate about building stronger economic ties between Canada and Latin America, an often overlooked market of 800 million consumers. Miriam is a member of the Program Advisory committee for Business Administration, Entrepreneurship and Small Business at Seneca College, and works closely with both Canadian and Latin American Angels in pursuit of cross-border investment opportunities. Welcome to the show today, Miriam.
0: Thank you so much for the invitation. Lovely to be here.
1: And we're more than happy to have you here as well. So first things first, Miriam, what's the one thing you want our audience to take away from our conversation today?
0: Uh, I'd like the audience to know that there are hundreds of possibilities for them to go global and that you know that there are tools in the market, there are institutions that help like Startup Canada and others uh, in the market that can help you to, to actually achieve those goals to go internationally.
1: And that is the truth. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. So Miriam, could you give us an overview of Latam startups and what it is you do?
0: Sure. Latam Startups is a nonprofit corporation. Uh, we are located in Toronto, and we are accepted as an incubator, accelerator uh, type of uh, organization. So we we'll, we help international startups uh, to become global by uh, you know providing some programs for them. And as well, we help some Canadian startups uh, to go to emerging markets and start growing in in the number of, um, um, let's say, international customers or user database for them.
1: Mm -hmm. Great. So, Miriam, we'd like you to tell us a story. How did Mm -hmm. you get here? How did you become Miriam Lazarte, co-founder and CEO of Ladamp Startups?
0: Well, part of that uh, story is actually very, very well linked with Startup Canada. (laughs) Victoria (laughs) Lennox actually helped me a lot at the beginning. Um, So basically, uh, you know, I I started uh, looking at this opportunity to work with international entrepreneurs because I'm an entrepreneur myself. I know how difficult it is to, uh, you know, have a different type of businesses and try to grow them. In my home country, uh, I used to have my own my own businesses, but then I decided to immigrate to Canada, and then I started to work in Canada in different places. I was in Montreal, I was in Vancouver, finally in Toronto. Uh, and but in Vancouver, I had the opportunity to work uh, with a technology company in business development. And between you know the travels that I was doing at the time, I met with some other entrepreneurs in Latin America that uh, they were looking for basic things that we have uh here in canada very easily and let's say in compare uh you know to find like mentoring mentoring sessions or you know just access to talk with people experts in different areas um you know sometimes funding uh you know different different basic things that they needed and they didn't have in their home countries so i saw an opportunity in to actually uh you know help them by Uh, connecting with different people in in Canada. Canada is a great place, a very friendly place for international and local entrepreneurs. So that's why, you know, we decided to start with Latam Startups um, back in 2014. And uh, actually, Victoria Lennox was our first, uh, you know, keynote speaker for the first conference we made in in Chile, uh, which I always call it like the disaster conference because it was a disaster <laughs> at the time. Uh, but you know, Victoria was the person who encouraged me uh, to to go back to to Canada and uh, you know kick uh, Latin startups, uh, you know, in two thousand fifteen as you know as an organization and all that. And we did it with the help with the Step Can. Canada, of of startup Canada, sorry, and we, uh, you know, have this uh, first event in Canada, 2015, opened it up by the Governor General of Canada, uh, of Canada at the time, His Excellency, uh, His Excellency David Johnston. And uh, 2016 was our first year calling the attention of international startups to come to Canada, and 2017 was the first year we actually received startups. And up to since 2017, we have received uh, 59 startups from 10 different countries.
1: Wow, that's it's concrete progress, and it's it's amazing to hear you map it out uh, with so much happening so quickly, and yet yeah. it, it all seeming like you know it was just a natural next step from one thing to the next to the next, but. To me it's it's also incredible because you came here to Canada with your family, you know, your husband and your daughter, and how did you balance being a young family in a completely new country while founding and running your own business?
0: Yeah, that's uh, super difficult to do. And I know many people are doing it. You know, like uh, this is a very common uh, thing that happens to to entrepreneurs. So, uh, you know, we try our best. Uh, My husband is not an entrepreneur, but he is a very uh, supportive uh, person in my life. Uh, So as much as I support his career and the things he's doing in order to grow as well uh, professionally, he has been helping me a lot. Uh, During this time to balance, you know, uh, my entrepreneurial life and my personal life. Uh, It's difficult because my husband is not actually is not living here in, in Toronto. He's in New York. So he travels back and forth. Uh, you know, so I have to be sometimes single mother and some other times, you know, come family. again. <laughs> it's very difficult to balance, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we have a lot of support around, uh, besides that we don't have family, uh, but we have a lot of friends and we have a great community around that is, uh, you know, helping us, uh, both, you know, to achieve, uh, our personal professional goals.
1: That's awesome. So again, you've had such a journey coming here to Canada, your new family, new country, new business. What are some of the most important lessons you've learned from your journey so far?
0: Um, well, most of the important lessons is that, uh, you know, as a non-profit corporation, this is a difficult journey as, as much as, uh, for other startups it is exactly, uh, you know, we have to do the same things. We have to bootstrap, we have to look for funding, we have to work really hard to keep supporting other entrepreneurs. Um, so that was the first thing, you know, many people think because, uh, you know, you have a nonprofit uh, you know. Uh, people are just going to throw money to you because, uh, you know, you are doing something for the community. But it's not the case always. And um, it, it's difficult. And uh, secondly, uh, you know, we found our value proposition in all these years, you know, uh, basically knowing that uh, international entrepreneurs are not that that much different from uh canadian entrepreneurs uh, they um basically what is uh what is struggles with them is the cultural business uh difference so that what is shocking for them and we are trying to help them to understand better how to navigate the market so um in in those things you know we have found uh different type of cases many brave people uh that that will take whatever it requires in order to fit in market. Um, So, what I learned in all these years is that with a little help, you actually uh, can impact deeply a community that that can grow and help, uh, you know, our own uh, already diverse community here in Toronto. Mm.
1: And, and really building on that and, and kind of having you know, the importance of that network and that community that comes from, um, from being put in an ecosystem where you can do these kinds of things. Who were some of the people that helped you along the way to help uh, you figure this out and scale this, this idea of yours to provide the same kind of help that you received?
0: Wow, so many people. I have to say that, uh, you know, this is what I love about uh, being a Canadian and be part of this country uh, right now because many people actually... Uh, you know, um, approach to us to help us. Uh, so from the city of Toronto uh, an Enterprise Toronto and a Startup Here Toronto, uh, the Startup Canada community, uh, some other local mentors, uh, you know, our own mentors like Valerie Fox. Uh, she uh, she was the person that created DMC Ryerson. She has been uh, you know our advisors since two thousand fifteen. Um, you know other mentors that we have in the network, Catherine Rose. Uh, there are so many people in the market that that really, you know, were approaching to us and saying how we can help you. Uh, you know, and we are putting time on this in order to help to build this community. So I have to say that that I'm deeply thankful with the startup community in Canada, in particular in Toronto, uh, for all the support that we got from, from here.
1: Well, we're happy to hear that. And uh, on that note, and kind of building on that as well, what more do you think needs to be done to support newcomer entrepreneurs in Canada? And do you see Startup Canada being able to play a, a bigger role in, in you know, offering those kinds of actions that, uh, that you think need to be done based on your own experience?
0: Yes uh actually you know the newcomer entrepreneur uh community is is getting bigger and bigger every day and besides you know the uh, the, uh, the the Canadian community in general is very open to newcomers i think it is still uh you know very difficult for the community to accept uh diversity and inclusion uh in between uh, uh an already built community so i will say you know for other incubators and accelerators that, by the way, we have a great relationship with the MC, Mars community, all of them, but I think they, they need to open up a little bit more to receive international entrepreneurs and to, uh, you know, uh, help them to build network here. We, we are helping them, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's similar that uh, when somebody comes and say, you need to have Canadian experience, you know, when they are uh, finding a job or something, uh, it's the same with the newcomer entrepreneurs. Uh, they, they are always to require, it doesn't matter that they are selling globally $1 million or $6 million. They are perceived as a new business in, in Canada, and if they don't have traction locally, then, uh, you know, the, the help that they, they, they get is little. Um, so I will say to to open doors is what, what they need, you know. Um, and secondly, uh, your second question about Startup Canada, uh, certainly Startup Canada has been always, uh, you know, a champion for uh, entrepreneurs. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're local or internationally, what what You guys are doing is amazing, and I think, uh, you know, um, facilitating the conversation with the government has been really a big job, uh, from Startup Canada that can help uh, continue helping newcomer entrepreneurs to become, uh, being part of the community.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I think, um, really, uh, from my perspective, I, I think one thing that, uh, one kind of question that jumps out at me would be, you know, what. Do you think that there's an opportunity that exists now for for newcomer entrepreneurs and Canadian entrepreneurs to to work closer together and kind of you know have this this middle of the road experience that might you know give both uh, newcomer entrepreneurs you know the kind of support they need coming into Canada to uh, you know be able to integrate into the ecosystem well as well as having you know Canadian entrepreneurs be supported by this uh, by this diversity. Of, of thought and, you know, being able to tap into these some of these global networks that might already exist. Uh, how, how do you think a good partnership or a good middle of the road between Canadian entrepreneurs and newcomer entrepreneurs, what do you think that would look like?
0: Um, I, I will say that there is a lot of opportunities to actually partner, uh, you know, between international local entrepreneurs and newcomers, new Canadian entrepreneurs. Um, For example, they facilitate uh, the uh, adoption of pilots between entrepreneurs. You know, if you are like putting together a pilot and, um, uh, you know, the international companies, they have... A, a different type of view, whatever pilot you're running here in Canada that can facilitate, you know, the entrance for that international uh, newcomer, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to the ecosystem will be great for that person, but as well as an opportunity for Canadian companies to tap in international markets by using the network of that international entrepreneur. Um, so to facilitate that, those links, you know, and start growing, not just uh, for those that are coming to the country and growing in Canada, but also for Canadian companies that are looking to tap in international waters. Um, So this is one of the partnerships we we have been looking in the market uh, to start, you know, just working pilots and see how things are going between them. And, uh, you know, uh, so far we have seen for uh, those that have adopted uh, that, you know, position to to work together that things are really uh, growing well for them. Uh, so to be a little bit more open and accept that, you know, they can work and and see, you know, how things uh, can go from there. I, I think it will be great for mm-hmm. both parties.
1: And that was, yeah, that was something I was going to ask you as well, because I was wondering if uh, just in that same vein of thought, if you at M Startups have, you know, been able to see uh, any of that kind of uh, kind of behavior happening where you have a newcomer entrepreneur coming into the country. Like, have you been able to, let's say, like maybe match them with some Canadian companies or Canadian entrepreneurs that they can work with to uh, to kind of, you know, bring in the best of these both worlds?
0: Yeah, for some of them, actually. And it's a very interesting, uh, you know, um, kind of uh, action because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for, for them is, uh, you know, first time that They are basically uh, looking at each other as an opportunity to grow in different markets. And uh, it has worked really well with with some of the uh, companies. And some of our companies, you know, as we are putting them in contact with other incubators and accelerators, they have seen uh, in in those programs, you know, the path uh, to actually build. Build that that relationship with other Canadian startups. Um, so so far, for a couple of them, is actually working. Uh, there is still, you know, a bunch of uh, people in our community that are started to see, you know, how we can work this part. One of the most uh, amazing thing I I think we we have seen is the number of volunteers that work with us with LatAm startups. And uh, they come and help the companies for about three months, uh, you know, as, as they want to build experience and, uh, you know, work in business development, marketing, research, market research, basically. And um, 94% of the volunteers have been hired by Either our own companies or other companies in in the ecosystem. Uh, some of them actually, uh, you know, because they have the local experience, they they got really well in in between this partnership with the new company that is establishing here. Uh, so, uh, you know, the results that we have seen so far is amazing in, in that regards.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's it's coming from that partnership between uh, between these newcomer entrepreneurs with, uh, who may have you know, existing skills and existing businesses uh, being matched with, again, uh, Canadian entrepreneurs with existing skills and existing businesses, correct?
0: yes and and the thing is that you know uh, Canadians see uh business is very different uh latin americans and and i will say some other international entrepreneurs we are very dramatic and emotional people (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes it's it's very difficult to see things uh, with a logical uh you know path or 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 something you know Uh, canadians are very logic uh people and uh, you guys uh I think in general, Canadians don't like drama. So this is one of the things that helps a lot of of the international entrepreneurs that come here and they sometimes don't see Uh, the things as uh, you know as logic but as sometimes emotional you know and it's it's, I have to say that for them it's a roller coaster when they come here they they are uh, you know leaving their country with uh, you know a partner that is taking care of of business there but they are also in in a path to see if uh, they are going to bring their families here or not in the meantime you know while they are in the program they are separated from their families and you know Perhaps sometimes the families are, are coming here. So it's a very emotional step for them to actually bring not just, uh, you know, their lives here, personal lives, but also a business life that they already built in another country. So it's very good, the combination with with Canadians, because Canadians are so kind and so good, and, you know, and to see... What is the logic path for for this company to uh, to continue growing and you know put more like a feet on ground and and try to do the things? So that's what we have seen in combination.
1: <laughs> so Miriam, it seems like this is a, a good balance to strike then um, in terms of giving uh, newcomer entrepreneurs the resources uh, they need to you know kind of ease the transition to uh, to doing business in Canada, but also it, it seems that it can be a resource for. Canadian entrepreneurs to uh, to take advantage and uh, you know really kind of see it as an equal uh, opportunity to kind of work with uh, newcomer entrepreneurs who have these existing. Um, businesses, these existing relationships, these existing networks in different parts of the world where there may be a a larger or better demand for the products that Canadian entrepreneurs uh, are creating themselves. And I was wondering if you could uh, give a specific example, maybe coming through LENAM startups of a company from a newcomer entrepreneur who has partnered with a Canadian entrepreneur to produce uh, something together that neither of them could have achieved alone.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, for example, th- this case was uh, actually recent. Uh, we have a company that came from China. And I know this a lot of startups but we are becoming more like emerging markets. <laughs> uh, we, we got applications from many other countries, actually more from other countries than, than Latin American countries <laughs> in, in the last days. Um, but we have a company from China that they were specializing in and actually built uh, new furniture uh, through an application online. And they were new in the country, and they were taking the boot camp, uh, you know, with us, the validation program for two weeks. And uh, one of the, the volunteers were, uh, was another person, uh, you know, who was an entrepreneur. Uh, he he told us that he had a successful business, but he was working for a while in IKEA. And his experience, you know, in, in actually putting together, uh, you know, the, the uh, whatever he learned in IKEA, and how to manage, you know, furniture and all that uh, made happen, you know, uh, we put together those two and they started to work. And then at the end of the program, uh, the Chinese company was hiring, you know, this this volunteer that is also an entrepreneur (laughs) and and they put together both experiences and now they have a much better platform. Between other things, it it gave a very different perspective of uh, business model and business plan that they were working together um, you know and what they thought at the beginning will be one path uh, it become uh, a totally different other path so that was one of the recent examples we have uh, we have different people under the start of visa program as well uh, because we are designated organization for for the set of visa program And uh, one of the companies also, it's a fintech company from Mexico. He also, uh, you know, the the co-founder, one of the co-founders met another entrepreneur here in Canada that was very uh, well-connected in the fintech area. Uh, this entrepreneur was for a while, you know, in our programs, he actually repeated the program twice and, you know, with different spin-off uh, from his company in Mexico. And he finally, uh, you know, got in touch, uh, you know, with this other entrepreneur here in, in Canada. And they put together, uh, you know, a much better uh, plan and business model for for the company he was uh, he has been trying to work uh, for close to two years. Together, they presented the um, uh, proposal to Accelerator Center, and they got in, uh, you know, into the program. And now they are growing faster than when he was alone. You know, the, the the entrepreneur from Mexico. When he was alone trying to make things happen here, he he was trying. Besides, you know, we we can help them with a lot of guidance. Uh, you know, the the fact that he had a Canadian uh, person, you know, at at the end, you know, met here in Toronto, it, it helped him a lot to achieve the goals faster and to understand better, you know, uh, with another point of view, how to uh, grow uh, his business here in Canada.
1: Mm-hmm. And my next question for you uh, kind of draws beautifully from that, which is, uh, I was wondering what LATAMP's, uh, startup's vision for the future is. And if, this type of um, this kind of like amalgamation or combination of um, skills resources and just general ecosystem know-how coming from uh, from both sides of the border really
0: (laughs) Um,
1: how this fits in uh, and if it would fit into uh, Ladham startups vision for the future
0: yeah, sure. Uh, well, we, uh, you know, we've been growing uh, really fast, especially after the Stata visa program was approved uh, by us, uh, by, by the federal government. And uh, the vision for 2020 is that we are becoming an innovation center for emer- emerging markets uh, here in Toronto. We got an excellent opportunity uh, this year uh, to work with the OC, with the Ontario Centers of Excellence. And uh, we got a space, uh, you know, to work in there because before we were working in in, in in different co-work spaces and it was difficult to accommodate everybody there. Co-work spaces have been amazing with us here in Toronto, but it was, you know, challenging to accommodate bigger groups uh, when when you are growing in those spaces and we got the opportunity to partner with the Ontario center of excellences um, and then um, you know put together a, a, a space for uh, bringing more entrepreneurs but not just entrepreneurs uh, and, uh, from Latin America f- just from emerging markets now uh, and also big corporations that are putting together either a spin-off uh, spin-off or a project, uh, that they need to develop faster. So in 2020 uh, you know our vision is to become an innovation center that is uh, going to be called Global Hub Innovation Center. It's actually uh, you know just recently launched launching our website and we got the first co- corporation you know being part of the corporate program and already uh, 20 startups uh, selected for uh, you know the bootcamp in 2020. So yeah, that's <laughs> thank you.
1: Yeah, no, that's 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 great, and it's uh, and it's again, it, it seems like it really is just more of this of this validation of um, this this idea of taking you know, really the best of what everybody has to offer, and and creating this kind of you know, as you said, like this this global hub um, of ideas and and common. You know, shared interests, skills, and and really just creating this space where everybody can can kind of come together at the table and you know really kind of hammer out something that uh, that everybody can kind of take home and and take forward in their businesses. And on the note of hammering things out, uh, taking them home, and taking them forward in your business, uh, as we wrap up our conversation today, I wanted to ask what would be the one concrete thing. That you think entrepreneurs could take away from our conversation today and implement in their businesses as soon as they finish.
0: I think it's uh, the diversification and inclusion of their business is necessary for them to grow and innovate in the market. That's that's really important. You know, uh, just to have one vision is not enough today uh, in in the market. For you to differentiate, uh, for you to be better. And to compete in the future, you need to have diversification and you need to have inclusion in your business in order to do something better.
1: Miriam, thank you so much for coming on the show today, for sharing your experience, sharing your expertise, and really sharing your vision for uh, for how you think things need to be done from the perspective of new- newcomer entrepreneurs, as well as uh, sharing the Really, the insights that you have about um, about taking you know not only this leap about coming to a different country, but also like connecting with the people there and and bringing you know the best of what it is you have to offer from your experience and your background, and really trusting that uh, that once you come here, you will be able to not only find um, people that can help you carry that forward, but also that you'll find people that you can work together with and and create those kinds of partnerships where. The two of you uh, or three of you or however large that team ends up being can come together and and build something that, uh, that really neither of you could have accomplished alone. So thank you. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure having you on today and talking to you
0: no thank you all the opposite thank you for the invitation and thank you for all the support that startup Canada has given us during all these years and to for keeping supporting you know keep the support to international local startups that's amazing what you guys do so I, I hope that Startup Canada you know continue growing as, as it's growing that is also amazing you guys are always a great example for small organizations like, like us uh, you know we, we love uh, to doing what you guys do in the market and, and we love uh, you know the work you do thank
1: you so much we're very happy to hear that Miriam thank you so much have a great day thank you
0: you
1: too thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast a show dedicated to unlocking the potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business until next week I'm your host Matt Curtis Go check out the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern.